Listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news. I'm Gary Duncan. It's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold, Missouri. Hi, Pastor Worth. Hello. How are you today, Gary? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing okay, too. Thank you. Great. What's uh, on your mind for today? What do you want to talk about? Well, a couple of weeks ago, there was something that made international news, and that was the underwater explosion of a volcano uh, in the island nation of Tonga. So on January 15th, an underwater volcano in the island nation of Tonga erupted with the explosive force of a nuclear bomb. Yeah, that was I saw everybody's attention. Yeah, I saw that on the news. It was awesome to watch that um, there in the middle of the ocean, how much power it put off. You know, I know it probably caused some damage to areas of Tonga, but uh, the amount of power was very impressive to see that. It was, and the fact that satellites were able to actually see it, you know, from way up in outer space, you could actually see the explosion, you could see the shock wave that went out, the shock wave went around the world, right. uh, and there was a tsunami that went from it, and there was a, a sonic boom that was heard as far away as Alaska, so you stop and think, you know, Tonga's cleared up in the southwest Pacific Ocean near New Zealand, and... Uh, the shock wave and the, the sonic boom went as far away as Alaska, so that's a, a big deal. Right. And uh, and there have been lots of news items. You can check them out in the regular news. NASA and others have information about it showing the before and after pictures, and it's a pretty awesome thing. And I thought it got me thinking about other underwater volcanic eruptions and lessons we can learn about that regarding the creation and evolution debate. And so I looked at creation.com. Creation.com is a good uh, Bible-believing website that has stuff about the creation-evolution debate, and they have an article that is on their website called Searcy Still Surprises. It was authored by David Catchpool, and very interesting. He points out that the island of Searcy was born of a huge undersea volcanic eruption off the island of Iceland in 1963, and geologists were astonished at what they found. One of them wrote, on Circe, only a few months sufficed for a landscape to be created, which was so varied and mature that it was almost beyond belief. There were wide, sandy beaches, gravel banks, impressive cliffs, uh, soft, undulating land, false scarps, gullies and channels, and boulders worn by the surf, some of which were almost round on an abrasion platform cut into a cliff. And all of this, despite its extreme youth, geologists, they were surprised, and that's because they have this idea of millions and billions of years for things to take place. But if people understand that what the Bible says is true, and the Earth is only about 6,000 years old, and that geological changes happen very rapidly when there are catastrophic events, that really gives you insight into what we actually observe in nature when we have events such as this. Uh, One of the other things, if you keep reading the article, they talk about how quickly the island uh, got to be inhabited by plants and animals. Biologists who believe in evolution were expecting that lichens and mosses would be the first invaders. But instead, when they got to the island, they found out that flowers were there first. They were greeted with a high tide line of green shoots and pretty white flowers of a sea rocket and its roots were sunk into the ash and were in full bloom. And the mosses didn't arrive till 1967, and lichens only came into 1970. Likewise, animals coming back, the birds that came 
there were seagulls and also puffins. And so the article is longer than we have time to read here altogether, but I encourage our listeners to look it up. Very, very interesting. And again, it points to how the repopulation of denuded areas, such as at Mount St. Helens with that volcanic eruption, shows that both the destructive power of the volcano and God's building into nature the ability to repopulate the earth quickly after a catastrophe uh, is really borne out by these uh, volcanic events in our own lifetime that we can observe in real time. The same is true also of erosion. So with this little island of Circe up in uh, near Iceland, it's fast eroding. They said that in 1967, when the eruption stopped, the surface area was 2.7 square kilometers. Now it's only half that size. And uh, so it's washing away. And they expect that perhaps within a century or so, it might be completely washed away. And so the, the both the arising of these islands and the destruction of these islands by uh, the forces of nature that God has put there uh, teach us lessons that we don't need millions and billions of years the way the textbooks often tell us. Instead, we can trust God's Word, the Bible, and see that God's hand is able both to create and destroy in a much shorter time than the evolutionary believing scientists would tell us. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, what's that webpage again where you found a lot of that information? Okay, so this is at creation.com, and the article itself is creation.com slash Surtsey, that's spelled S-U-R-T-S-E-Y dash still dash surprises. It's a great article. I encourage people to read it. There's more information there than we have time to talk about today, but it's fascinating, and they have photos that are very interesting to look at as well. Okay. Would you like to lead us in a prayer as we wrap up this segment? I would be happy to do so. Let us pray. Almighty God, Heavenly Father, you touch the mountains and they smoke. You cause earthquakes and volcanoes to erupt, and yet you bring life to the islands that are created thereby. Help us, O Lord, to repent of our sins, to look to your word, the Bible, for the information we need to know about creation, and most especially about how you saved us from our sins by sending Jesus to be our Savior, who came into our sin-broken world, lived a perfect life, sacrificed himself on the cross, and rose again in victory on the third day, that all who repent and believe in him might have their share in your new creation. We pray this in his name. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much, Pastor, for being on the program today. You're welcome. Listener-supported KFUO AM850 in the St. Louis region. We're worldwide at KFUO.org.